This episode is presented in partnership with Recap Recovery Drink. Recap Recovery is your go-to when recharging your batteries. Whether it's after a hard workout or a long night with friends at the bar, Recap replenishes your body with a refreshing taste, rich in electrolytes to bring you back to full steam after a hard day or night's work. Recap Recovery has hit the market at Kushtard and you'll want to bring it home to taste today. Check them out at recap-products.com to make your order and find them when they'll be available in stores near you. Recap Recovery is also a proud partner of Dexter Stacy, and we're proud to rep them on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast in 2023. Hi, this is Mario Andretti, and you're tuned into Cam, Graydon, and the team as Stickers and Scuffs podcast. They're true Canadian racing fans. We are back here on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. We had to get the most recent winner. Uh, seems like he knows how to do this. Uh, uh, JR Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. is here once again on the show. Uh, man, JR, it has been a, a great start to the season for you. How uh, how is uh, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm uh, in the shop right now, getting dirty. Unfortunately, we had such a good weekend. We got to do some cutting and grinding. They don't like uh, some of our body, I guess. I got Whoa. told today it looked like the car slid sideways and hit a tree because it's so twisted up and it looks awesome. It looks like the old cup cars back in the day, but <laughs> I guess they don't like that. So we got to, we're grinding and cutting, uh, Paul, Chris, myself are in here grinding and cutting and going to make her nice and straight. But our season started out really good. You know, sunset, we we're fast. Um, but the race we struggled because I think we just, uh, put too much thought into the setup for 150 laps instead of just doing what we normally do. Cause in the first part of the race, you see, I went from like, I don't know, 11th or something to, to third and, and we were really good. And then we come in the race and, or sorry, into the pits and we just screwed it all up from there and finished ninth, I believe. And then Flamborough, man, that thing was just an absolute rocket. I mean, I love Kyle Steckley to death and we were joking before the race that, you know, may the better man drive in deeper and, <laughs> I'll give the guy credit. We both drove in there really deep and, and I bottomed out and skated up the track and, and I was bottoming out for about 10 laps. And once that air pressure buildup came up and the car started turning, I was saying to myself, a oh, whole young man, you better get your butt moving because this thing is hauling the mail. <laughs> it felt so good. <laughs> so 
you literally say stuff like that in the helmet. Eh? I literally said, Oh, little man, you better get going because <laughs> this car is hooked up. So yeah, it was, uh, man, it felt good to have a good car like that. Jerry, by your own admission, uh, last couple of years, there's been some frustrations and that sort of stuff. And every racer is happy because they win or when they win. But this year you seem like you're winning because you're happy. It, like going back to um, like your shop projects and everything. And I mean, tonight maybe is an exception. This isn't a project <laughs> you necessarily want to do, but uh, like the fun stuff, it really, it shows in your posts and everything. I mean, you got your girls, you got your projects. Uh, it just seems like life's good right now. And that kind of seems, is that is talk about your mindset. Is that what translates to maybe a little more on the track? Oh, definitely. I mean, race car drivers are very, uh, I, uh, I don't know what the right word is because nobody can figure a race car driver out just yet, but we're very, uh, like confidence is key, right? Like yeah. when I was wrecking everything in 2021, man, I was so down and out. Like just, I had tears every other day just because it was so frustrating. And then I'll admit 2022 was a game changer. We, we started having more fun. The car was easier to work on. It was easier stuff to do through the week because you're having fun and you're not wrecking stuff. And then even sunset, right? You go to sunset and you run that bad, which isn't that bad. Like there's people out there that wish they could finish ninth on the tour. But for us, we were so bad on our own standard that I felt like crap again, where it's like, man, like we're better than this. And then running the 55 car Flamborough with, for uh, Chris house, uh, put more confidence back in me going to the APC tour race this week, which was game changer. Right. I, it's like when I used to go CTMP, I used to walk in there with my head held high saying there ain't no one going to beat me in my own playground. And that's how I felt at Flamborough. So uh, it's just when you go to a track and you know you're good at, confidence is key. I mean, you know, I used to go to Sunset all bummed out because I was never good there. But when I started winning there, I loved the place. It's just, um, you know, I'm still working on Delaware and stuff. So confidence is key. And, yeah, you know, having just two cars, my old car, and, and just one car to actually race competitively makes a huge difference because I'm not stressing over everything. Like, it's definitely yeah. exciting having the girls down here helping. Um, but, yeah, the fun factor is definitely still there and and i like i said i think us racers are all just so freaking emotional that you know we're you know we're up and down our, we, we're pretty mood swingy i say <laughs> we've we've learned this yes we've learned when we want to talk to drivers and when we don't want to or when we know that it's probably not a good idea because they're in a swinging mood and and we don't want to be the first <laughs> things that they swing at um but obviously the, the the tour has taken a bit of a change this year, we've seen a lot of names not return um, for various reasons. Uh, the car counts were very low at sunset. Obviously, that's always a concern for people. A little bit better at Flamborough. But what's actually come out of it seems to be a better division, like home divisions at these racetracks. So it, in a way, it almost seems like it was healthy for this to happen because it is allowing the tracks to kind of build back up their own divisions um, for yourself. Who's taken a step this year that looks to be in really good championship form? Well, obviously, Danny Benedict, he's uh stout. I mean, he's, I always knew deep down he was a good racer. He just, whether it was something breaking or at, at the first couple of years, I don't think he was in proper equipment, but once he got in the McCall car, he just had bad luck. Um, mm -hmm. So he's going to be tough to beat. He's really clean. Um, he's a really nice guy. I love hanging around with Danny, even though he makes fun of me every other day. Yep. Uh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> He's a hoot to hang around with. Uh, he'll be strong. Joe Lawrence is really consistent. He's been really doing well. Um, you know, Jake Sheridan was good at Sunset. I think he struggled a little bit at Flamborough. 
Um, you know, even for Peterborough this coming weekend, we got Triton Lafage coming. He's on a hot streak. Remember the confidence thing I told you is that he's full of it, right? And, and rightfully so. He's having an amazing year. So he's going to be somebody to watch out for now too. Um, but the talent level in the APC Tour is, is strong. Yeah, we have a few guys that haven't returned this year, which is unfortunate. For I know some reason some guys just want to do something different, the cost. Um, so that all comes into effect, of course. But um, racing goes through all these droughts every now and then. And, and Flamborough, we still had 22 cars. So if we can maintain 18 to 22, I think that's pretty good. When we go to Delaware, geez, there'll be over 30, I'll bet you there. There's always good car counts there. And one thing that you guys did at Flamborough, which was – and I think this is what you guys want to be known for instead of the wrecking division is the racing division. Um, a clean race at Flamborough. Who would have thought <laughs> you guys all race each other with so much respect. And I think for a couple of years ago, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Alex had to sit everybody down and say, Hey, smarten up because this is getting a little crazy. All these wrecked race cars. And now you've got to a point where you actually have a clean race Maybe that's not going to be the case everywhere you go, but that's got to be refreshing as well. Well, I think Alex had a lot to do with that, but I also think that post I made on Facebook that got like, geez, I was like 65,000 views or something crazy. And, and I just think for whatever reason that year, 2021, everyone's just driving like knuckleheads. And I think it's just because we're all locked up for two years. Right. So, <laughs> yep. I mean, last year, I mean, I Truth. don't think we destroyed any race cars. I think last year was a good year for the tour as well, but Definitely green to checker was amazing. Um, I had a lot, a lot of fun racing with Kyle. Um, that's a guy I didn't mention there before about your question, but everyone, you should just assume Kyle Steckley because geez, he was just born awesome. Like he's a great dude and he's a great <laughs> yeah. racer. And, uh, it's true. Yeah, I love, I love that kid. He's just a great guy. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the tour is in a good spot. Our races are very competitive, even though Flamborough didn't look competitive. I mean, it was, it was hard. It's not easy. Uh, I mean, winning by that much. I mean, our car was just fantastic. And uh, I think Peterborough's going to be a little different. Smaller track. Guys are starting to get the hang of that place. Um, you know, some guys who haven't been there before struggle. But like I said, everybody picks their game up every year. And, and, and being known as good, clean divisions definitely helps. You spoke to it a little bit earlier, like when you used to walk into most sport. You've worn many hats in terms of the different racing divisions you've been in. In your mind right now, something's maturity. I mean, that comes with age. Some stuff you just, you're driving practice. Maybe you've just, you learned something over the years. Are you at your best right now in your mind? I think I'm at my best and still my best years are to come because, you know, guys like Jimmy Johnson and, and, uh, you know, even Donnie Thompson here, Peter Gibbons, all those guys didn't win all their championships till they were in their mid forties. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, I just consider I can keep going for many more years and, uh, I'm only 35 now. And I just feel like I'm a lot more, there's my uncle. I haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like the maturity was big. And like I told you guys before, and I was on here before the biggest part of it was owning your own stuff, paying for your own stuff. And, and when I came down here in the shop, and everything was gone and you had to rebuild from nothing. That's, that's really the biggest eye opener. And then having kids was huge too. Um, like I said before, I say this all the time. My wife, Laura really calmed me down a bunch. I used to be a little firecracker back in the day. Um, and really I just, I, and you know, when you get older and you start looking at all that stuff, you, you start saying, man, all the races I gave away, all the championships I gave away. So, 
I do think I was more aggressive, a little more fiery back then, but I do feel overall I'm a better racer now than I ever have been. I think that makes a lot of sense. And certainly you, when that you get older, you're able to be a little more introspective and kind of look at yourself and what, like you accomplished some great things, but like you say, there's those ones that got away that maybe was of your own doing how you just approached it wrong or whatever. And the fact that you have that ability, like the consciousness to recognize that and help improve yourself to make you who you are right now. And why you say that your, your best years might yet be ahead of you. I mean, that's, that's the attitude you got to have, man. And that's, you got like, uh, you know, DJ too. I mean, the, the longevity to a, a career is all a lot to do with mindset. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and too, um, you know, with DJ, he's been cracking at this a long time and, and, yeah. you know, he's been racing so long. We all don't remember what he was like back then. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I consider DJ always that old guy that was always really consistent and really good. But, you know, even guys like Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, DJ, you know, Andrew Ranger, all the, all the greats out there have always been, or sorry, have not always been who they are. At one point <laughs> they were wrecking stuff. At one point they were, you know, telling someone to F off for no reason. Every, every race car driver goes through yeah. some kind of learning curve. Some, you know, hit on it earlier than others. It took me a while, but yeah, I mean, everybody just goes through it. Part of learning. I've already stated on other podcast platforms too, that there's guys in the APC tour that, have amazing talent, awesome drivers. As soon as they get their head on straight, they're going to be really good. So obviously right. I want them to get their heads on straight, but at the same time, I don't want them to, because I want to, <laughs> I want to keep winning. <laughs> well, one of the things, one of the things that we obviously really want to see is um, you return to a, a series that is near and dear to our hearts, uh, my heart working as a part of it. And, and to have you uh, campaigning to, to be in a ride at the Ontario sportsman series is uh, truly an honor and something that we obviously would love to see. You've already been out there. You've run. I, I don't even know how many divisions you've been you know, a, a part of, but you've raced, uh, you roast, uh, raced in the modified division, obviously pro lates, cast car, the cast car sportsman series, trucks down South <laughs> Xfinity down South. Uh, uh, legends. Did I get, did you yeah. do a legend? Yeah. You did yeah. a legend. Um, TQ midgets. TQ midgets did, did hurricane midgets. I've done the QRC thing. I, yeah, I've done a lot. And, and the OSS people don't, who might not know, they were the cast car sportsmen's cast. Yeah. Cast car sportsmen. Uh, geez, I don't even know when they started, but uh, I mean, they were going up until 2006. That's where I started. That was my first cast car sanctioned race was, mm -hmm. uh, let me think 2003. I believe I ran, Delaware and Cuga at the time, which was now Jacasa. Um, yeah. And then, man, there was 35, 40 cars. I mean, that's what all divisions need to start looking at is feeder series, right? So for the NASCAR Pinty series, that's really the closest thing to a feeder division for that, because essentially the cars are the same. Like if you put a spec motor in any OSS car out there, they're going to be the same. Unfortunately, it's just stuff like the rear clips and, and some safety stuff that need to be upgraded, but they're basically just a, a less horsepower Pinty's car. Um, I have been in talks with people about wanting to get back and trying it and supporting the class because really they were going through a really tough time many years ago. And then they went through a high, you know, they start getting back to 14, 15 cars, which is great. And there's lots of cars out there. They just need to come out. So yeah, I, I want to get back in one. I miss the old cast car feeling where you got to muscle that heavy old thing around. Uh, cause these prolates, man, they're, they're, they're like a go-kart when they're, when they're, uh, 
you know, when they're on, they're on. Yeah. Well, and so we, we obviously would love to see you in the OSS. We've seen you in the hot rod series as well, but is there a division? I don't even know if there's any left, but is there a division that you still want to go out and try? Uh, well, I tested years ago, uh, with when Dennis Thompson ran the pro challenge, cause that was going to be the route I was going to go, but I want to do a pro challenge race. Yeah, uh, I got to talk Tim Norris because I think half the Norris's family runs in that division. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I see his daughter finally won her first race there a couple of weeks ago. So that was really cool. Um, so yeah, I want to, I want to get in a sanctioned pro challenge race at Flamborough out of all places would be awesome. Um, Tim used to spot for Donnie Thompson. Did you know that? Did not know that. No, yeah, he spotted, he bought, spotted for Donnie Thompson for, I think two or three of the championships. So Tim was a, a major part of Fitzpatrick Motorsports for a long time. Well, that's kind of cool. I think we kind of need to see a Don Thompson, J.R. Fitzpatrick race in an Ontario pro challenge. I'm just saying if Donnie would go back in there <laughs> one-on-one, like best of 50 laps, you know, between Thompson won't make 50 laps anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Dennis or Don? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I got to be careful because I know Dennis would get right back in there and show us all how it's done. He was pretty (laughs) damn good in them cars. (laughs) Well, and that's and that's going to be cool because what what we really like, what I really love about the OSS is is that there are guys that really raced 40 years ago and they're still racing. Mark Patrick, Tim Tolton, uh, Chad McGlynn, Kevin Trevlin, the Herniacs. Like it is insane how that in a way a series that is the last remnants of cascar in a way like mm-hmm. it is still connected to that name um what are your memories obviously being the final cascar champion has got to be uh, one of the best accolades for you and um before nascar came in so i w- i would love to know like what you remember from back then because there was obviously i i met you when i was a kid <laughs> and you were a kid at that time there's only three years i think difference in in our age and um but you were in there i think at 14 <laughs> if i'm not mis- 14 15 at, when you started uh in cascar right yeah i think i did my first sportsman race when i was 15 i believe yeah 15 i think um so what i remember most about the cascar days was the car quest 300 weekend at delaware speedway it used to be a three-day event um if i'm not mistaken your practices and your local shows like the street stocks and trucks and all that be at Delaware on Friday nights. And then Saturday, they would do hundred lap heat races. And then on Sunday it would be just the main event. Wow. And man, the people that used to go there was insane. And I always remember, well, there's two races. I always remember. I remember the one where Al Turner in the heat race on a Saturday night, got right reared in the fence, wrecked the car. So they put a clip on it overnight and he started 45th and they started 45 cars. I think it was year 2000, one or two, and when he was in the Blue Streak 76, yeah. he started 45th and 300 laps. That man won that race. Al Turner was a wheel man. Yeah. Um, Peter Gibbons always won those races. If he didn't blow up, he was going to win. Yeah. He was always really good there. But just the cars, the people, they used to do a junior cast car, like a 10 or five, no, a five lap shootout, I think, on the big track. I always never could win that one because now I'm older. I know what guys are doing. They're putting those big 13 horsepower carburetors on them. It's just a demo. (laughs) So so I used to race with guys like Chris Deere, Jeff Wernham. All those guys were really good in that class. But just the, 
you know, you got that nervous feeling when you used to walk into place with all those people, all those tents they used to have, but man, 45 cars. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how they'd ever get through without wrecking half the field since we see that on a regular I, basis. <laughs> I'm going to try and walk in the shop of service. I have a picture of that race with all the cars and you got to see just how professional it looked with the crews, all the t-shirts and like yeah. I said, I'm pretty sure this was 2002 or three. It's amazing. Which oh. that like in the 21st century, I mean, Unfortunately, I don't think it's... it's oh, uh, no, it's not going to hold. Oh, it's coming. It, it's oh! Coming. Look at that. That is... Can you see it? Yeah. That, that oh, like, God. looks like a cup weekend. That's what that looks like. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, that's what it used to be. That's what it used to be like. Oh, Man. That's absolutely beautiful. It gives you yeah. chills. It would give you it would give you chills walking in there. Oh, that's totally. Where, that's where I think there's there's a feel to it almost with the the um the fall brawl now is it the, the crowd is getting to be really big. I mean, even when we were at um the Pinty series for Sunset, the crowd looked really good this year. Um at CTMP, the crowd was we were blown away with how many people were there. So racing went through a lull. It it, it did in terms of attendance, in terms of um, cars. Does it feel like it's coming back? Does it feel like there's a, an incline or are we still in treading water territory? I mean, I think it's coming back slowly, but you know, the, the biggest thing about tours and, and big series is don't fix what ain't broke. You know, like, unfortunately, when Cascar, that was, look, you've seen it right there. Unfortunately, when NASCAR came in, they just made a lot of changes for what they do, which mm -hmm. works for them at their speeds, their their platform, whatever. It just didn't work here. It costs teams a lot of money, and it really hurts. So I've always said that for years. When you have something good, don't, don't, don't fix what ain't broke. Rule changes are the biggest cost in racing because... You know that uh, the tour is going for us going through that a little bit in the last couple of years, but at mm -hmm. the same time, the quality of racing is better. Like, you know, like we had forty five cars back then, but there's only five or six that were going to win. You know, right. like you look at the Pinty series now, yeah, it's more expensive, less cars, but there's ten of them that could win the APC tour. You know, when it first started out in the first few years, when Brandon was kicking all our asses, the rules <laughs> yeah. were very, very unclear. So, mm -hmm. you know. Props to him and McCall Enterprises because they kicked our butts. Where now, you know, it's, it's different. You know, the, the rules are black and white and you can't break them or you're going to get your hand slapped. Or So I do think rule changes are good and bad. It costs a lot of money to do rule changes. But at the same time, if you're a competitive person and you like competition, it is for the right thing. Racing America, GeForce TV, Rev TV Canada. Now you guys have a huge platform this year. That's got to be cool. Yeah, I think it's amazing. All people need to do is just remember, we're on TV now, boys. You know, this yeah. is this is one of those deals. You're going up. Are we going to go back down or are you going to keep going up? Like, we're at a very critical, important time because what some of these guys need to understand um, is TV it could lead to, you know, promotions, uh, sponsorship opportunities, all kinds of things that really open the door for all of us. But we have to put on good racing. Flambro was a great race. If you watch, it was a great race. There was no wrecks. Hardly mm -hmm. any beat and bang, just a little bit. You know, that's what people want to see. I'm sure they want to see close finishes too, 
I mean, Flamer was just a one-off, man. That car was so fast. But our races are definitely TV-worthy, but we can't be going out spending three hours to do 100 laps either. So um, this is a very important time for our tour. Um, you know, having all these platforms to be on is great. And on TV, man, finally. I've always said we need to be on TV, so this is it. So uh, all the drivers got to stick to what we've been doing lately and putting on good races. It's... Uh... It's a good time for sure. I mean, for fans to be able to have all these different options to take in the races. If you if you can't get to the track, I mean, buying a ticket's always the best way. But I mean, your role. I mean, you're you're an elder statesman in the series. I mean, you're still a pup. I mean, you're is there thirty five? But I mean, those type. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You already. I shaved you already, my sure? He sure? already brought this up. First thing JR said to me when I saw him at the ACC last year. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember at all, JR, what you told me at the Autumn Colors? I'm not sure I want to remember. I think we're you got, you got a lot all the gray. More. All the gray you had. Oh, you got all the you got you said all you got all a lot more gray than then I saw you last time. So uh yeah, we we match now. Perfect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But I mean, having you as someone to lean on uh, in terms of the series from a competition standpoint, from the official standpoint, I mean, you kind of you've been to the big show. You've and as you say, you've you've kind of lived those hot headed days and you've you're moving into kind of the, as I said, the elder statesman of the series. So, I mean, it's 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 got to be good to have a series where you can have your voice heard. I mean, as you said, I mean, everybody was getting out of control a couple of years ago and, and you said like enough's enough. We can't be writing off tens of thousands of dollars uh, every race type thing. So, I mean, having been to the show so many times, it's never getting old for you. I, I don't think, right. I mean, you, you still want to be that guy years from now that has an opinion where words carry weight. Yeah, and, and, you know, I try and say I, I want to help younger people race and anything they need advice with or, or what have you. Like, I try my best to help out some guys that are racing Flamborough, but for whatever reason, I'm not an approachable person, so I've been told. <laughs> but so really, I try my best to, you know, say I'm, I'm here to help. I'll help anybody. Um, you know, obviously, I, I like to help more people, but I, I, I end up getting in racing incidents with them, and then we don't talk, but... <laughs> You know, that's just racing, right? But I yeah. try my best to, to voice my opinion on things, whether anybody listens or not. That's up to them. But it's just, I just try to say it's experience, right? Like, been racing since 1995. So what is that? That's 23. No, that's longer than that. Jesus. Man, time's going by quick. That's <laughs> yeah. A, that's a long time. So I've um, been yeah. racing a long time since 1995. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, I've I've seen a lot. You know, and guys yeah. like Alex Nagy, same thing. That's why he's in the role he's in because he's seen a lot. Um, Daryl Timmerman, same deal. He was in with all the cast car crews. Um, the APC tour had a lot of heavy hitters there that are behind the scenes that no one knows about. Um, but all I try and say is just don't fix what ain't broke. Don't try and make it too complicated. And to be honest with you, at our level, we don't need to bring a NASCAR platform here. Let's just try and keep it the fun, good old boy style racing and try not to wreck stuff. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, uh, you're obviously a, a girl dad times two, and that's got to be. We are huge <laughs> yeah. supporters of Ladies of the Oval. So when are we going to see a Fitzpatrick uh, lady <laughs> behind the wheel of a uh, of a car? Is that happening? Do you think? 
Well, she's certainly brave enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she is only three, well, three and two months now. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to like push her into, not push her, but like just, hey, like when you want to take your battery operated, like she's got a little battery operated side by side. It's like, do you want to drive this? And she's like, yeah. So we drive around and I try and set up some cones and, and she's picking that up pretty quick. And But she's really about the bicycle right now. So obviously if she wants to race, you know me, I'm going to be, I'm going to be ready. Um, what division i don't know but i'll probably want to start on something in another year because i think nowadays they can start when they're five yep still pretty young but it'd be cool to get her out practicing um she loves going to the racetrack so i do think she'll want to race but i don't want to be one of those people that are going to push her into it yeah now if she does want to race i'll say i'll retire when her and i can race a full body stock car together if i win of course then i'll retire (laughs) nice (laughs) well that's a great yeah. way to, to end it, eh, Graydon? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you've you've had a, a lot of the same partners for many years, and you might have them then when uh, <laughs> when that day comes. Uh, shout out your uh, partners that get you to the track all the time, JR. Yeah, obviously, came drinking Equipment Express, our family-owned business. Been, obviously, with us forever. Um, I got H2 Gold Mobile Wash, great friend from high school. Anybody needs your patios washed or industrial buildings washed, they're definitely the guys. Um, Transaxle heavy-duty truck and trailer parts, they've been with me a long time, even back when we won those two championships at Delaware with Jeff Schaller in the Superstock class. So I have great people that are always behind this program. And unfortunately, our tail is black this year because my uh, friend at ATV Depot has retired. So it's great to see that he's retired, but my tail's black. So anybody who wants a spot, I got one for you. Absolutely perfect. That's J.R. Fitzpatrick, our good friend. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. And the best of luck for the rest of the year. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.